Welcome to the Mindset for Runners podcast, helping you to access and unlock your true potential as an athlete. Hey, it's Rob. Welcome to this episode, a topic that's very close to my heart and something very important to me, and I'm really excited to share the stuff that I've put together for you for this episode. And that really is about helping you deepen your connection with running and understanding that it's more than just getting out the door and going for a run. This is something that I've been delving into probably since about 2011 when I ran my second Costa Cozy and I was looking for a deeper connection to why I was doing it and what it was developing in my life. And one of the turning points was when I actually crewed Costa Cozy in 2014 for Roger Haney. And I was having a conversation with Mael Backhausen, an exceptional mountain and trail runner. Hey, Mael, if you, Madge, if you listen. Um, and we had a conversation about this in the back of the car. And I still remember that conversation about why do we run? And Madge had this way of summing it up. And he said to me, I'm a better person when I'm running. And he boiled it down to that nutshell statement that still stays with me today, you know, um, nine years later, because he'd thought about it in that deep way. So what I want to do today, and this can go as deep or as shallow as you want it to, it doesn't have to be a deep inquiry into your soul, or it can be if you want it to, because maybe you've thought about this topic before, maybe you've tried to work it out, or maybe you are currently working out what it is that you give to running and running gives you, or maybe you've got it sorted just like Madge did and and can give it a nutshell statement, I run because. But I really want you to consider what you might be missing or what you might not be seeing so that you can bring that in and, and give your running more connection to you, a more deeper relationship with it and understand that it's got more meaning in your life than you currently think. So what we're talking about is building your awareness about running. If you've heard an interview with me after Coast to Cause, you would have heard me talk about my athletic identity and how I didn't actually view myself as a runner or an ultra runner until I did some mindset work with Claudine Chi. Now, why is that important? Because I I didn't have an accurate um, perception of myself and I was able to build that with her help. And that's what I'm helping you do here as well. There's things that you might not be seeing that I'm going to help you bring into your awareness. Just like the, you know, the, the, the mother who's coaching her daughter's basketball team. And she does it because you know, she's doing the right thing and, and she's coaching the team because nobody else might have coached that team if, they didn't, if she didn't step up. But what she doesn't see is the effect she has on the other players as a role model. And, and that girl in the team that, that really needs you know, someone to look up to. But maybe that, that mother doesn't see that and, and she's missing out on an important connection that if she was aware of it, would change the way that she showed up. You know, her voice might soften and she might just take an extra little moment with the players just to, to connect with them and realize that it's more than just coaching and teaching them how to pass and dribble and shoot. It's more about who she is as a person and the effect she has on the players and that team. The manager in the office who, who doesn't realize that you know, he, he has an effect on people that they talk about after they go home with their spouses or their partners or their friends. And if you can understand that he's affecting people's lives just by the way he talks to people and the way he shows up and, and the, thing, the time that he takes, 
And if he can build a greater awareness around that, he can be a more effective manager. And that's what I want to help you with in this uh, episode today. So what I'm about to share with you is a collection of conversations I've had over the past 14 years of ultra running. Because remember, when you do ultra running, sometimes you can train with people for hours or you can run in a race with somebody for hours. And by the end of it, you've been through a thunderstorm, you've got lost, you've refound the trail, you know each other's life stories, you know, you've shared food and 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 you've you've connected on a deeper level. And some of those conversations will stay with you forever and those connections will stay with you forever. And so I've kind of categorized all these to try and help you um, build that, that identity of who you are as a runner and why you do it. All right, so I'm going to get into the practical side of it now. But um, just know that some of these things are going to land with you and you're going to go, oh, yeah, that's, that's me. I didn't realize that. And some of them you're just going to say, oh, that's nothing to do with me. Just sit with me and listen to them and, and just try them on. So let's get into it. This is to help you understand and deepen your connection with running and why you might do it. So the first one that I want to share with you is getting out in nature. So a lot of us um, get stuck behind the office or in the office or behind the wheel of the car or indoors a lot. And running might be the only time you get outside to run in the bush or run along the sand or, or run along the road or whatever and just smell the smells, feel the feelings, be out, you know, get rained on and connect with nature in some way. You might drive to the mountains on the weekend and do a mountain run or you might drive to your favorite run or you might start from your front door and it's the only time you get to connect with nature. And that could be just the thing that you need to know that that's why it's so important to you. The next one is groundedness. So when you run, your feet obviously are hitting the ground and sometimes that doesn't happen much in life, as this person told me. You know, you're in an elevator or you're in a car or, or you're not, we're not, not actually grounding to Mother Earth. And so running is an extremely grounding process. And it also allows you to ground yourself in your body and feel your body because a lot of us are stuck in our heads about what we have to do next or what our job list is or what our tasks for the day are or what my KPIs are or what I have to do. And when you're running, you have the experience of feeling your whole body again. And that's what this person told me um, she does when she runs is, is to focus on different parts of her body and feel her feet hitting the ground and experiencing that groundedness. Um, feeling empowered and resilient. Okay. So these words are strong to some people and don't mean anything to other people, but it's that satisfaction or or that confidence you get from setting a goal and going after something and then hopefully conquering it and doing something you didn't think that you could do. So it could be starting something new, like starting a running habit that you never, ever thought you could, or maintaining a habit. You know, running one kilometer once a week is a running habit, right? And maybe you haven't realized that because you compare it to somebody else in your life who runs huge kilometers every day and and you think that you're not at the standard that that they are. So you, you minimize yourself. But maybe if you can see that by maintaining a running habit, even if you get out the door once a week, that is still maintaining and again, maybe it's finishing something. So setting a goal and doing something you never thought you could do. A 5K on the Couch for the 5K program. Huge um, 
thing to, to conquer that first 5K. And, and or maybe you've stepped up and done 10 or a half or, or even a full marathon and, and something that you never, ever thought you could do, but you'll have that with you for the rest of your life. And it's like a platform that you can come back to to say, you know what, I did that and I didn't think I could do it, so what else can I do? And that's talking about belief as well and realizing that um, you believed in yourself to set a goal. Something inspired you to set that goal. You spoke to somebody who, who sparked that interest in you to think, I could do that. I could, I could do what they've done or they believe me. They think I can do a 5K. And then you set the goal and then you went after it. So there's all of these things that you might not be seeing. You got out the door and you, you, you fit it into your busy schedule and you made it happen, right? So these are, this is what this girl was telling me about, that em, the empowerment and that resilience that she um, experienced. Connection. Now, there's a few different ways that running can give you connection. You can connect to the country that you're running in and you can really deepen your understanding and your awareness of your local run and your local environment or your local town or your local park or wherever you run. Now, that could be the, you know, the natural environment. You get to know the streets and you get to know the mountains or you might get to know... Um, the dogs in the street or wave to the same people that as you go past or it might, you know, knowing the streets and the roads or the mountains and the fields or it could be connecting to others. So maybe you have a running partner that's tremendously important to you, it helps you maintain your running habit, inspire you to get out the door when you don't want to get out the door. And that connection that you two have is a two-way street. They're getting something from you as well. That accountability partner to say, we said we were going to do this and we're going to stick to it. I need you. You need me. I'm not going to let you off the hook. And you're going to do the same for me. And it's that kind of connection that you, you really build and deepening with, with somebody. It might be your running group, right? The, the conversations and showing up and being part of that group are so important that you might not be seeing, or maybe you do, but you might not be seeing how much you're giving to them as well as they give to you. And um, that connection can also be to something higher than all of the things I've spoken about. Connection to your God or to your religion or to your spirituality or connection to something bigger than you that the only time you take the time to connect to that place, person, thing or, or spirit is when you're running and it's like, this is my time to connect to what, what I believe in. I don't set time aside in my life any other time, but this is it. I go running, I settle into my run, and then I connect. And that is a beautiful thing that you can also do um, to deepen your running. Okay, moving on. That spark of inspiration, I just want to speak to that. Somewhere along the line, somebody you talk to or something you saw on on TV or the socials or a picture or you you saw somebody training as you were walking on the street and you saw them run past you or somebody told you about a race they did or you heard about this crazy event and something inside you was sparked and I want you to feel it if you can because 
that's the thing that you need to connect with when we talk about inspiration. There's something inside you that was sparked to go with something and we need to nurture it, right? Because um, if we don't nurture that spark, it can dwindle out. If we listen to the people around us and if we take on their point of view and, and their limitations about things, but instead of holding it like this little, you know, this little coal that, that is just glowing and we need to breathe life into it and keep it alive. But if you can connect with that spark and just ask it, what was it that inspired you? And if you, you can ask it now if you want. Take the time now because it's probably no other time. If you listen to it, what does that part of you want for you? What does it want? What, when, when you got inspired, what was it in you that was inspired? Was it something that you had always wanted to do that you never thought you could do? Was it a part of you that wants to grow, to evolve, to, to be something that you want to be or, or, or achieve something that you want to achieve or, or do something you never thought you can do? If you can grab onto that spark and really nurture it as your own, then you can deepen your relationship further with, with why you're getting out the door. <laughs> Here's my caveat. I told you this could be deep or it could be shallow. So if you're like, oh, Rob, just get off your soapbox, that's okay. Let's, let's move on. But if, if, that's, if that struck you, then I'd invite you to take that on your next run. Ask yourself, what is that spark inside me that, that, that gets inspired? Brave, right? I had a conversation with a runner. She told me, when I go out running by myself, I feel brave. I feel the fear of being out by myself, especially when I go running at night. But when I go out there, I feel that mixture of fear, but also being brave. And I love that, that feeling of aliveness. There's part of me that's scared that doesn't want to go outside, especially when it's dark. But when I do it, I feel like I'm conquering that scared little part of me. It was, it's beautiful. Right? It's beautiful. So... Let's talk about therapy. A big part of, for me is um, using running as therapy, um, which is it's a bit of a cliche nowadays, but I want to talk to you more about that. If your head is busy, 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 chatter, 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 so many things, so many things, go for a run and take those, that busyness with you, okay? There's a, couple, there's a couple of strategies I want to share with you with this. If you've just got a busy head that's just jumping from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing, go for a run and you can either just let it do its thing or you can ask yourself, what's the most important thing I need to focus on and, and focus on that in your run? Or if I can say no to one of these things, what could it be? Or if I can boil all these problems down into, into one main thing I need to deal with, what is it? Or alternatively, pick one thing that's on your mind and take that for a run intentionally. So it might be the problem you're having um, with one of your kids at school, or it might be the problem at work, or it might be the problem at home, or it might be the problem that you've just never been able to solve. Take it for a run and then be your own therapist. Now, what I mean by that is ask yourself quality questions about that as you're running. So it could be asking yourself What's this really here to teach me? Or what's the simplest solution to this problem? Or what haven't I seen yet that if I could see it, it would help this problem dissolve? Or um, great questions. What happens if I do this thing? What happens if I don't do this thing? Uh, 
and, and but explore the problem from all angles as you run. So you, it's like you're taking that problem for a run and you're laser focusing on finding a solution for that problem by asking yourself great questions that go go around it. Um, so there's a, there's a few strategies. The next strategy with a busy mind is to come back to the breath and let the busyness, busy chatter, 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 come back to the breath. You might last one breath and then the chatter comes back. And just keep keep coming back. You might last two breaths. The chatter will come back. Come back to the breath. You might last one again. Just keep doing it over and over again. When we're doing this kind of meditation stuff, the meditation teachers always say it's not how long you spend in that meditative state. It's how many times you come back to the breath that counts. It's like doing the bicep curl. It's like, you know, you're trying to do... <laughs> I'm not a personal trainer. But it's the more number of reps you do rather than just doing one and saying, you know, I did that rep for a long time. Pardon the terrible analogy, but I think you get what I mean. So keep coming back to the breath or come back to the footstep or come back to the mindful running. Three things I can feel, three things I can see, three things I can hear. So keep coming back and back and back. I take my problems on a run and I always come back with something better, not maybe not the entire solution, but something that I haven't thought of will come to me when I either focus on the one problem, take that for a run, or let my mind wander, and, and then I ask myself, which of these things really is the most, most um, important for me? Burning off emotion. One guy told me, I take my anger on a run with me, and that's where I burn it, and I love that, right? He would, he would do his intervals and run from that place, right? And he would burn it off, like burn off the steam from his... He had a really, really stressful job and that's how he dealt with it. And what a healthy way to do it. And he, he loved that redlining, like those 1K efforts or the 5K. And that was his thing where he just got to absolutely um, blast out that emotion that had been... I mean, probably would have been stuck in his body if he hadn't had a way to um to process it right um when i'm running i can eat whatever i want so this person basically ran to manage his weight because um and that was it the the permission he gave himself was if i'm running regularly i can eat whatever i want right so don't judge it use it (laughs) and it was a beautiful way that that this guy said if i stop running i put on weight but when i'm when i'm running i tell myself i can have whatever i want All right, I hope you're getting something out of it. I hope that it's actually landing. At least one of these things will help you. Discipline. One of the ways we can build our confidence in ourselves and and the way that we view ourselves is by sticking to a regular habit no matter what comes up. And running gives us that vehicle to do that. So when you have the discipline to stick to something, it builds that self-accountability or that self-reliance, the ability to, to do the thing that you say you're going to do. Now, this has a flow-on effect. If you do it in your running habit, it's not an island. You then build that discipline and belief in yourself that you can do it in other areas, in your work or in your family or you know with your health or something. It just gives you a vehicle to test it out. And I want to say... If you break the habit and you miss a run, 
don't beat yourself up. Don't make it into a story. Just get out there and get going again. And the same thing, if you haven't run for a while, don't make it into a story. Don't make it into this big thing that oh, I used to run, but I haven't run for a long time. You know, you can start to build a story. Oh, it's going to be hard. Oh, you know, I, I, my knees, I, I haven't got the right shoes. And you can start to build that narrative that you start to believe. Just don't make it a big thing. Just Just get out there and just run around the block or walk around the block, right? And that's all you need to do. And just see what happens, right? Sometimes the, the inertia that you have to overcome is so big that when you just do it once, you might feel rubbish, but you've done it. And that that belief and that discipline really gives you that personal integrity um, and to build on. One person told me, I run for the medals and the bibs. She said she had a wall in her office. One whole wall was completely covered with running bibs and medals. And that's why she did it. Every time she did a race, the next one went on and she, she you know, got to look at that. And that was her wall of achievement. And I, I know I love that. It's, it's really cool. Prioritizing myself. Now, this could hit home for a lot of people. Running is the thing that, that you do to say yes to you when everybody else seems to have demands of you, work, family, kids, career, um, partner, blah, blah, blah. The one thing that you say yes to is yourself with running. And this person told me that that's, that was, again, her platform because everybody knew that the, her thing was running and that was the thing that she did for herself. Um, running with family. So it might be that you run to spend time with your partner or with your kids or um, uh, because they do it and it's the way that you connect with them. Music. This is a beautiful story. Um, one, I got some feedback from one of the podcasts I did, the Mindful Running podcast, which if you haven't listened to it, it's a practical way that you can actually take you on a run with me and I talk you through how to run mindfully. This person listened to that podcast and then emailed me and said, do you know what I realized? I realized I'm most mindful when I'm listening to music. And, and so I read, I was like, that's amazing. Tell me more about that. And they said, well, when I've got the music on, I'm completely immersed in my senses. And that's why I love listening to music when I run. And I know a lot of people listen to it for a distraction, but this person was so connected. It's like having the soundtrack to an inspiring movie on as they're playing the really emotive scene. And they were describing that's the time when they get to listen to the music and really absorb in the mindfulness of, of that. It was beautiful. And maybe running is a time where you get to listen to your favorite album that no one else in your family likes. Or maybe it's your favorite audio book or your favorite podcast that nobody else likes. But that's you time. You need to hold that sacred and not judge it and not, and not you know, say it, it shouldn't be so because that's you and, and you're allowed to do that. Um, role model. I'm going to ask you, who is watching you with your running that you might not be aware of? One of your children, your partner, your family, a work colleague, somebody is watching what you're doing and you're not aware of it. And that's the role model that you are as a runner. I'll leave that one with you if, if it hits you. Proving to yourself you can do something. Again, back to earlier goal setting stuff, but let's deepen it. Sometimes 
setting a big goal in business is hard or setting a big goal um, in relationships or health or something is hard. Running gives you the opportunity to set a goal that's just out of reach. Remember the remember the podcast on habits and, and goal setting from Huberman that, that we referenced um, a few months ago. And he said, if you can make it in that sweet spot around that, it was some weird percentage that are probably <laughs> made up, but it's around that 80% to 80 80, high 80% that, that you're likely to get it, but there's a chance you won't, that's where you want to set that goal for yourself. Don't make it impossible and don't make it easy. But in that, I'll probably get it, but I might not. That's how you prove to yourself you can do something. Showing up. This person told me running is how I show up in life. And I love that. It's like, you know, I've got the choice not to show up. There's a thousand reasons why I shouldn't get out that door. But there's one or two reasons why you need to get out the door. And that is how you show up for yourself when all the voices in your head, I haven't got time, it's not the right weather, I've got to do this, you know, the washing's piling up or I've got to be here for this person. And and you do, all those things are valid and real. And there's one or two reasons that getting out the door is really, really important to you and the people around you. And they're the reasons that you need need to get out that door. And, and they are the poor. And you know the reasons that I'm talking about. And, and that's they're the ones. They're the ones that matter. The thousand reasons seem overwhelming. But if you can listen to the one or two of why you should get out there, that's, that's how you build this. <laughs> Um, I just, just to further that, when you do that, running, the running habit you formed, and hopefully you've got one or two of these reasons, which help you realize it's like that analogy that you might've heard. Sometimes it's well overused. It's dropping that pebble into that steel pond of water. The ripples that you create through your running, you probably don't see the effect and the inspiration and the role modeling and the leadership that you're having on other people around you, but also on yourself. And I'm hoping that this podcast has allowed you to identify one of those things, two of those things. But I really want you to nurture those things because it's not just about the run. It's about so much more than that. And I, I as I learn this in my life, I want to share it with you because it will deepen your relationship with yourself. It will give you a deeper meaning for the people that you have around you and the role that you play in their life. And unless somebody shows you that, you may never, ever, ever see it. So that was my job today. (laughs) Um, There are so many more reasons that I haven't mentioned. Dealing with injury, how you deal with setbacks. You know, when your run doesn't want to go, when your run doesn't go the way you want it to go, how do you deal with that? And when you get injured, how do you deal with that? These are metaphors for how you deal with problems in your life. When your run doesn't go the way you want it or you're feeling really bad in your run but you keep going anyway, you are overcoming so much in your mind. There's that old running proverb. There's always two voices in your head as you run, one that's telling you to stop and one that's telling you to keep going. And just like the two wolves parable, it's the one that you listen to that will win. And that's why dealing with these things on the run, it's no little thing. 
when your mind's telling you to turn around and you keep going, that's power that you're showing. And that transfers into other areas of your life. So this list is not exhaustive, but what I would love is if you would take the time to contact me, just send me a few words, um, either through my email, which you'll hear at the end of this podcast, or through the socials. I would love to hear more reasons of why you run. I won't share them. I won't share your name. Uh, I just, I, I would love to share them on the podcast without using your name, if that's okay. Just so that we can help each other deepen that understanding of wh- who we are as runners and why we get out the door. Just to finish off, I want to read a paragraph from an article I wrote on why I run. Just to maybe, if I haven't connected with you on this podcast, maybe this is the thing that might. I come home after a run as a better person. My kids benefit from the better dad who walks in the door, flooded with endorphins and energy to give to them. They get to see that running and exercise brings positive feelings. I'm a fun machine after a run. My wife gets a more focused, strong, fun, confident, happy partner who knows where he is going. Running is something I know improves my life, a foundation or a platform that holds me up and I can bounce off. Once again, thanks for listening. I hope you got something out of this podcast. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Mindset for Runners podcast. I hope you got something practical and useful out of this podcast or something inspiring to help you get out for your next run. If you have a question about Mindset for Runners or athletes in general, please email me at robmason.run at gmail.com and I'll answer your question on an upcoming podcast. If there's anybody you know who could benefit from the information I share in this podcast, please share it with them. See you next time.